Welcome, True Believer Readers, to another episode of Let's Read Spider-Man. And here is the big spider slayer to my regular size <laughs> spider slayer, my friend Eddie. How you doing today, Eddie? <laughs> I, I just got off riding my spider slayer like a cowboy. It was it was good times, so... <laughs> yee Doesn't he crawl I, I inside of it? The bigger one. Well, he crawls inside of it, but Spider-Man rides the tiny one, you know, like a bucking bronco at one point. Right, but, so. you're the, <laughs> but you're the big spider slayer. All right. Well, well, I'm a little bigger than you, so I needed a bigger bucking bronco. That's all. <laughs> Are you so big that you have to ride the big spider slayer? Is that what you're trying to tell me? <laughs> Perhaps. Maybe. I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I've seen a spider slayer in re- real life, though. So. <laughs> you oh, you me. would know if you saw a spider slayer in real life, I'm sure. <laughs> but look, we're talking over and over again about spider slayers. Why don't we tell people what happens in these issues so they'll understand what we're talking about? I wonder Our- what the first one's called, Eddie. The Amazing Spider-Man, number 105, The Spider Slayer. Peter is happy to be back in the city. No more quicksand, just traffic jams. While swinging around, he comes across a protest claiming that the bugle doesn't care about the common man. Randy gives his dad, Robbie, a hard time about working for the man, and we see J. Jonah nearly going to blows with the protesters. Thankfully, Spidey swings in to save him. In typical fashion, J. Jonah thinks Spidey's consorted with the protesters to make him look foolish. Irritated, Spidey obliges J. Jonah's claims by hanging him on a fire escape, much to the protesters' delight. (laughs) J. Jonah Jameson issues an ominous threat as Spidey swings off. Hey, um, Stanley is back to boost the Spider-Man circulation, just like the Kazar story will boost the Daily Bugle circulation. (laughs) Stanley and J. Jonah Jameson are both back on top. It's too bad that Randy Robertson doesn't see it that way. Eddie, as our resident 1970s lingo expert, could you read what Joe Robbie says to his son? (laughs) Uh, Don't give me that jive, son. You know where my head's at. Oh, Eddie, come on. You can... Give me, give it to me like Norman Osborn would say it at least. <laughs> uh, oh, excuse me. All right. Don't give me that jive, son. You know where my head's at. There you go. All right. Maybe Joe Robbie didn't say it like that, but I wouldn't, that's what I was looking for. Norman, Norman Osborn would. <laughs> yeah. He knows jive. Uh, it's noticeable that Stan is back. He, he offers uh, criticism of the last few issues through Randy. Uh, the Adventures of Kazar and some costumed weirdos, if you look on page three. Yeah, I I actually didn't take it that way at all. I don't think... You think Stan is taking a dig at Kazar in the Savage Land? I, I, I don't think I, he's doing... I don't think he's doing that, Eddie. I mean, Kirby and Stanley created K, Lord Plunder, at least that Kazar version, in <laughs> X-Men 10. I mean, perhaps you're right, but I, I don't think he's digging on him. But that's... You could be uh, right. I thought it was a funny quote to say uh, at at the time, like put it, he didn't have to put that line in the book. So I, yeah, I, I think it's just a really gentle one. Okay. Fair enough. Well, Peter races back to his apartment where he sees Aunt May preparing for a party. Gwen, MJ, Flash, and other young and hip people arrive to celebrate Harry returning home from the hospital. We end the scene with Peter suspecting that there's something wrong with Flash. Uh, James B., you happy to see Aunt May back? You know, I mean, I I guess I knew it was Aunt May. I didn't recognize her because Gil Kane is drawing her now, um, which every time we've had a new artist, it's kind of dramatic, to be honest, except for maybe Spider-Man when he's in costume. 
Uh, and the other thing is I'm kind of worried about uh, about Aunt May here. Um, apparently, Anna Watson has moved away to be with her sister. And Eddie, after I named Anna Watson one of the top three best supporting <laughs> characters, I am very disappointed. Oh, I, I can understand your disappointment. I'm humiliated. <laughs> I demand vengeance. Well, J. Jonah is also seeking vengeance after being humiliated by Spidey um, at the protest. He has commissioned Professor Smythe to build a new, more powerful spider slayer. Smythe's robot is formidable, and though through remote control, J. Jonah takes it out to hunt. Much to J. Jonah's delight, Spidey can't stop the slayer. But J. Jonah doesn't seem to have full control of the slayer as it hurts Spidey to a specific location. The Slayer knocks Spidey out, and J. Jonah loses his connection. We see Smythe instructing his robot to seal a specific unit from a machine. I, I, I don't know. I found this confusing. I mean, it's written so that you know that J. Jonah Jameson isn't fully in control. He keeps like trying to capture Spider-Man. He's like, "Oh, something went wrong," and and he. Yes. It's I don't know. It's hard to keep track of what's going on and why. I wish they would just have had Smythe tell us up front what he was doing. Like, I'm going to do this and that will, then I would understand it better. This guy Smythe, what, what does this dude do for a living? <laughs> what do you think the police are like, Oh, grab that guy, make him build the citywide camera system. Like I, what's, what's Smythe do for a living? I just, I really want to believe he's like building animatronic robots for Disney or something like that. And that's why his like standing in the community is so high, you know, like, Oh, there's doc professor Smythe. He's, he's such a good soul, and he, he does so much for the children. <laughs> and then he goes home, and he's like this terrible, sinister villain. <laughs> yeah, I picture him. Spider Slayers. <laughs> I picture him like the Doc Brown with like the police knock on his door, and they're like, we need you. And he's like, wait, don't tell anything to me. He puts on that like device on his head. I'm going to tell who you are. You are the police. You are here because there's a policeman's ball, and you want a donation. And they're like, no, we actually want you to build a... Uh, the big brother cameras all over the city. And he's like, do you know what this means? This thing on my head doesn't work. <laughs> Sorry. They, they just must really trust this guy. And obviously they shouldn't because uh, the Slayer returns to Smythe, who informs us that the unit is part of a video scanner system the police are using. He uses the unit to turn on the camera next to Spidey, and he sees Spider-Man take his mask off. We end with Smythe staring at Peter's face in full costume. Peter seems careless with his mask at the end of this, and if we look at the very beginning, he's just standing on a roof, looking down upon people with his costume on and his, you know, mask off. I don't like yeah, it. I, um, and they didn't put in, like, this is not a dream. This is really happening. Yeah. But and this is one of those annoying ones that you would be stuck with if you couldn't go right to the next issue, but we can go right to the next issue. Yes. And uh, the next issue is The Amazing Spider-Man 106, Squash Goes the Spider. He's trying to squash me. <laughs> we open with Spidey realizing someone is watching him through a camera, and he quickly puts his mask back on. Spidey realizes Smythe is behind his unmasking. He swings off to Dr. Connor's place, where he molds a mask of his own face. Um, what What is going on here? I'm confused. And What part's confusing you? How he makes the mask or why he makes the mask? Kind of both, but like why he makes the mask? I... All right. So first of all, just real quick, he 
He goes to Doc Connors and is like, hey, I need to use the place. And Doc Connors is like, of course, you've saved me millions of times. And they're like, why do you even have to have this conversation? He should just pull in and just start working. <laughs> right? Am I right yeah, there? Yeah, they're though? buddies. This is yeah. his buddy. His best He shouldn't buddy. even have his mask on around Doc Connors. He just should be like, agreed. That's so ridiculous. Okay. So what he does is he like takes, um, he puts grease on his face and then he puts like a mold on it so it doesn't stick to his face. And he has little things for, like, the nose so he can breathe through. He puts, like, little straws in his nose. Then he pours, like, this solution into the mask, like a rubbery solution, uh, into the mold. And then he yeah. peels it back so he has, like, a rubber face of himself. And then he starts, like, Channel- painting on. Yeah, he's Channeling painting on. the chameleon here, we could say. Right. He's paints on the eyebrows and everything else like that. So why is he doing this? Because now, I, as I was reading this, I was typing as I was reading for the first time. And I put down that he's going to then take off this mask at some point and be like, oh, this is only a mask. Like he was hoping like someone was like, there he is. He'd be like, nope, I'm wearing a mask. This isn't even, this isn't even me. So that's what I think is going to happen. Why don't you keep reading the summary and I'll explain it to you if I was right or wrong in a minute. All right. At the bugle, J. Jonah is irritated with his, when his malfunctioning control panel explodes, <laughs> billowing black smoke. Joe Robbie doesn't question J. Jonah's odd behavior and informs him the master unit to the police video surveillance system was stolen. We got a lot more J. Jonah here. This guy's been... We went from not having him hardly at all with Morbius to the main character. In fact, our sponsor had an action figure for him last episode, right? Two action figures. <laughs> well, he is the villain of the story. True. So we need him for that. He's also involved in the you know, political messages of the times, which he's the true. He's, he's representing that whatever's going on in that world. He's in charge of that too. So that's why we're seeing a lot of him. Plus these books are slightly longer now. They're like two pages longer because they went up in price. So you're getting two more pages of J. Jonah Jameson barking out things at Joe Robbie with a cigar. (laughs) Well, we pan to a happy Smythe conducting a meeting with the four top gang leaders in the city. They are unimpressed with Smythe when they see Spider-Man with a Peter Parker mask on. Spidey removes the mask and mockingly dangles it in front of the cameras. The bosses don't like that Spidey knows about the cameras. Smythe sicks his robot on him. Spider-Man has a Peter Parker mask on. What? His point is that because he's wearing the Peter Parker mask and he takes it off, they're like, oh, that's just a mask. So it's that's not what he looks like. It's like if E.T. was going out Halloween trick-or-treating... And he had an, and they, they said, oh, he's wearing a mask. And he had an E.T. mask on. They'd be like, well, he's clearly not E.T. because he's wearing an E.T. mask. Why would Spider-Man have a mask on over his mask? <laughs> Double mask? He doesn't have the mask over his mask. He has the Peter Parker mask over his Spider-Man mask? No, he's just, no, he just waves the mask at them. Doesn't he just like wave it? Like, look, I'm, I have a mask. This is my fake face. He's just saying like. This is the fake one you saw. I don't think he takes it off and he's got the spider mask underneath it, does he? I think you are incorrect. If you look at page eight, it shows Spider-Man peeling the Peter Parker mask off and then dangling it, which... All right, I'm going to the... now. I'm going to go back and check the book here. See if you're right. Can we get... I think we need like some critical referencing music here. uh, All right, he's wearing the mask. You're right. Page eight. You're right. He was wearing his... You're right. He was wearing his mask over his Spider-Man thing. That seems not the best way to do that. It does seem like, wow, he was wearing a mask over his Spider-Man thing. Yeah. Why? That, 
Whatever. At least the crime bosses are not happy about it. That's all. I, good for the crime bosses. Being there, is a, there is a line that says, even if it was, so what? He looks like any of a million guys. <laughs> that's, that's important because they don't want to be like, I'll True. remember him forever if I ever see that guy again. Right. They want to be like, oh, he's very generic looking. So good job, Eddie. You got that one right. Woo! Yeah, you definitely... Um, if Spider-Man had at least peeled off the mask and he had his regular face underneath it, but you couldn't see it, that would be more effective. Yes. Yes, I agree. Um, All right. What, what's, is this, this book's still going on? What's going it's, on here? It's just, moving along here. mask taken off. Oh. This doesn't seem that important. <laughs> Before the robot finds Spidey, we see J. Jonah heading to a civil liberties protest side by side with Randy Robinson. Spidey swings down for a visit, and J. Jonah admits he's behind the Spider Slayer. Uh, I think this is huge public exposure that J. Jonah is a criminal. Why is J. Jonah a criminal? Well, okay. I mean, I guess, like, hunting Spider-Man could be deemed not criminal activity. Right. But the, the amount, like, commissioning a person to build essentially a device to hunt and capture a person. I, I, I can't imagine that isn't criminal, criminal activity, let alone just moving around the city. I mean, we see in the fight, a chimney is destroyed. We know very well from Doc Ock fighting with Spider-Man. This could kill someone very easily. Poor Captain Stacy. <laughs> I do like your argument a little bit, although if you he's sort of making like a citizen's arrest, though. He's trying to catch Spider-Man alone because Spider-Man is officially wanted by the police in the bugle on the news and the radio mm-hmm. you know the police department even knows it so i, I don't think it's I, I don't think it makes him a criminal they're not gonna be like arrest j jonah jameson for trying to stop the criminals known as spider-man right he i detest his vigilantism and think he's a a public hazard well peter heads home to find a downtrodden harry thankfully mj arrives with an entourage to cheer harry up she lightly flirts with Peter as he heads out to see Gwen. Wait, did you just say she lightly flirts with Peter? <laughs> yes. I'm glad you know, I have MJ's, my MJ yeah. style. Yeah, I'm glad I have my book handy here. Her lines include, uh, Say, Petykins, I didn't know you'd be here. This makes it a real party. How's about thee and me cutting out? And, and then when he mentions that he's going to be with Gwendy, she's like, oh, you lost a bet again, huh, poor guy. <laughs> So, you know. Oh, MJ. Yeah, she's she's like, let's let's get let's get out of here, just me and you. Imagine if he said yes, like, okay, sure, Whew. let's just do it. This magazine would be completely a different story. We would not even care about the Spider Slayer. Well, um, I I think James B. It's time for another special edition of the complicated relationships of Peter Parker. All right. Well, just just special special throwback treat here. If we're going to bring back the Spider Slayer. We could bring this back too. All right. So uh, Peter um, does does get away from MJ, and uh, you know, with with lines letting her know, no way, lady. And if I'm going to be stuck with the kind of loser, I'd like to be every time. And and then he goes out to see her, and uh, they draw all the girls now. This is the '70s in like very short skirt type attire. And when he sees Gwendy, he says, "Gwendy, do you have to look so voomy? I'm only human." <laughs> And she's like, don't fight it, man of mine. You male, me female. That's the name of the game. And he's like, the name of the game is love, lady. And I'm off my rocker over you. And she's like, careful, darling. I think you're trying to tell me something. And then here's the big panel. 
he says, well, where are we going tonight, ma'am? The Garden of Eden, the moon, you name it. And she says, I thought we'd drop in and visit Flash. <laughs> and he's like, Flash? <laughs> but this is supposed to be our date, honey. And she's like, well, you know, he hasn't looked well since he returned from Vietnam. And she's like, we've got a whole lifetime ahead of us, Pete. I've been worried about Flash. And a whole lifetime ahead of you. Uh, this, is, this is issue 106. And carry the, <laughs> carry the two. You know. Anyway, um, yeah. So... I mean, well, you take a, you can pick up the story from here. All right. Peter and Gwen stop by to visit an ornery Flash. Flash is having trouble adjusting to civilian life. They leave and continue their dinner date, but Gwen is still worried. After the date ends, Peter swings off to find Flash again, but is stopped by a giant web. We end with Smythe mocking a trapped Spidey as he rides his Spider Slayer towards him. I I don't like the Spider Slayer. Do you think he's a terrible villain, James B? No, I like it, but doesn't the Spider Slayer usually track Spider-Man? Can't it just hunt him down? I, I think it was like a... I think he laid a trap. He had an... But isn't to, this... A, this is the same guy who made the robot that, like... Isn't this the same kind of robot that can, like, detect where Spider-Man is? Right. I, the second Spider Slayer blew up because of... Too much spider detection. So. Yeah, so why isn't this one just like, I know where Spider-Man is? Like, is it doing that too? Because it doesn't, because he had to go around the corner and got stuck in the web. Like, didn't the spider slayer just, can't it just go hunt him down? It must, it must be, I I like this, you know, more advanced spider hunting technique by the spider slayer. He laid a trap for Spider-Man. And it was a good one. He looks totally entrapped at the end of this. Can you role. explain the trap to the uh, listeners, what he did? So Spider-Man's swinging off to Flash, see Flash. He sees one of the cameras, which sends his spider sense off, and so he abruptly swings around the corner. I gotta believe that, like, you know, the cameras are being controlled by Smythe. And when he swings around this corner quickly, he swings into a giant web that, as Spider says, I couldn't have spun this myself. Um, And it really traps him. And then we get some gas to slow him down, some ethyl chloride gas, which I guess weakened spiders i did not do my research i don't even know how real that is and then smite's there to be like gotcha and then we end yeah i i think this is a effective villain i mean it's kicking spider-man's butt and this is what happens this is this robot is an incredibly tough out for him every time so well, Look, I won't. I won't disagree with like hand-to-hand combat is really bad, but Smythe, two issues. It's still going. He's, it's two issues of the spider slate thing, and it's beating him. Fine, I'll, I'll give the robot good adversary, boring not, villain. I don't want to read about him. I don't want to see fu- him. Sure, boring. Diff- okay, so there, there's a different boring. thing. Okay, so when you say lowest ranking villains, boring. You mean the that you mean boring? Yes, that's what I mean. I, I okay, maybe it's. It's not great. I'm not sure I'm going to go as far as boring, but, but you know. Way down there for me. And I don't like Smythe either. Ugh. You want to cheer you up? I'm ready. We have a, we have a sponsor. It, it, is it really going to cheer me up? It is because it's, uh, we have a new trend going on. Uh, and our listeners are definitely picking up on this. Ooh. We're having, we're having returning sponsors, Eddie. Oh my, a return 
I think this might be like the third one now. People are wow. There's some real positive momentum going on in the Let's Read wow. Spider Man podcast because we really don't we don't usually get return sponsors. <laughs> They're coming back. All right, I can't wait. Eddie, are you tired of being bothered when you just want a little time to relax? Are you tired of getting in trouble when things go wrong? Well, I, I can't disagree with that. Go on, James B. Well, in the past, you would have to get a Ginchy new hairdo. But that required changing your hair, and later you would have to change it back, and that's a lot of work. Well, the creator of the Ginchy new hairdo, Dmitry Smirdyakov, presents his next great product called the Ginchy Extra Face Kit. Rub the supplied grease on your face, make a solid mold of your face, pour in the Ginchy Extra Face special formula, and voila, Ginchy Extra Face. Now, here's how it works. And Eddie, this is the correct way to use the Ginchy Extra Face, not the way that someone we know who calls himself a web-swinging crime fighter uses it. Eddie, after you get in trouble, show up with your Extra Face copy while hiding your real face. You show the offending party that it was your fake face and they will no longer think it's you. So if your kids are trying to find you, boom, Ginchy Extra Face and they will think they have the wrong person. Or you're going to be blamed at work for something, boom, Ginchy Extra Face. Hey, someone was pretending to be Eddie. He must not have done it. Our motto, allow myself to introduce myself, tells people that you aren't yourself with the Ginchy Extra Face gift. Available at the Madison Avenue Julian Gifts or online at Horizon Labs. See our ad in Portable Restroom Operator Magazine. Uh, well, you know, I think I'd much rather have my J. Jonah Jameson Safari outfit action figure. <laughs> if I had to have something. Eddie, that sponsor is um, that sponsor is not with us anymore because of some comments you made last <laughs> issue. So let's... <laughs> Let's Too try late. To, oh, I missed it, huh? This one's actually trying to return to us and face. so face to no face and Do you understand how this works? You seem to have some problems with this no, whole concept. I, you know what? I don't understand how this works at all, actually. Well, all right, we'll we'll try one more scenario. Okay. All right. Help me all out. Right. All right. Let's say uh Okay. So you decide to um <laughs> you, you decide to walk your dog. Okay. And you're walking your dog and your dog uh Pepper, is that your dog's name? That's my Pe- dog's name, yeah. Very Pepper good. starts digging up someone's yard. And the person says like, right. hey, you, who, you with the dog. Now, normally they'd see you and be like, oh, that's Eddie. He's in trouble for his dog, what they're doing to my property. But instead, what you do is you whip off your ginchy extra face, hold it up, hiding your real face. And they'll be like, oh, that person's pretending to be Eddie to get Eddie in trouble. Must not be Eddie. He just happens to also have my dog, too. Huh? So Correct. I, it, it would be... It worked for Spider-Man, and he didn't, even, he didn't even do it right, and it works for Spider-Man. Wow. Hey, look, I'm not trying to sell you anything. I'm just presenting the sponsor. Oh, of course. All I'm asking for you is to not right. demean the sponsors. Uh, I, I, all right. Someone who understands this better should buy this product, I guess. Yeah, what we need is we need a Ginchy new extra voice. So when you keep making uh, our sponsors annoyed, I can say, no, it's not Eddie who's doing that. It's somebody who has Eddie's voice. But unfortunately, you know, uh, Dmitry uh, Smirdyakov has not come with that product yet. But uh, keep that in mind, Dmitry. We could use that. So, all right. That name sounds very familiar to me, James B. 
Yes, it's the chameleon still. <laughs> yes, I thought so. Yes, always the chameleon. This is really, we really are a little more vetting of our sponsors, perhaps. But oh, that's hey, your ca- your job. So be it, James B. Who hey, Luke C.J. Smith got out of a uh, ticket using the Ginchy new hairdo before. Wow. So, yeah, All right. It's very effective. Okay, let's go back and try to wrap up what we learned in these books. Ooh. Okay. Uh, MJ's still hitting on Peter. True. Flash has some kind of PSTD. Yeah. Harry's back, but he's come to realization that MJ's not going to be with him. True. Aunt May is alone. Yeah, J. Jonah Jameson has proven himself to be a man of the people a little bit. All right. True. He walked with Randy. Randy was mentioned as one of the, Gwen mentioned all the friends. Uh, Professor Smythe keeps coming back. Never breaks a law, apparently. I guess so. He's building those Disney robots for him. Spider-Man has essentially had two issues where he didn't defeat a villain at all. Ooh, it's true. Well, right? Yeah, more than two issues, we could say. Oh no, he well he killed the um the Kazer issue. He got that creature into the thing. I got I got uh, indirectly. I, that was I would deem that as more accidental than active on Spider Man's part. Oh, well, he didn't. He didn't. Well, he didn't defeat Morbius either. Really, technically, Ooh, did he? It's true. Morbius. It's been a long time since he beat guys. He bought beat those guys in London. So wow, it's been a long time. Well, speaking along, this podcast is going to get pretty long for us, so we need to uh, <laughs> wrap things up. Eddie, where can people find us? You can email us anytime at letsreadspiderman at gmail dot com, or you can find us on Twitter at letsreadspidey, or you can message us on Twitter. This is Eddie, and I'm with James B. <laughs> and remember, listeners, never hang Jay Jonah from a fire escape. Because he might build a giant robot to hunt you down and catch you. Bye. Bye. Also, I'm kind of excited. I was, for whatever reason, you know, like, like I can see all the Spider-Mans I've clicked on, you know, from the website. I'm like, I'm very excited to read another 200 Spider-Mans. <laughs> um, why are you excited oh. to read another 200 Spider-Mans? I don't know, because I just, I just thought about it. I'm like, oh, there's okay, still well, 200 man. to go. I'm having a good time. You didn't fill in the thing at your intro at all at the beginning. Uh, it could I've, be anything. I've been under the weather today. So. Uh, Actually, I've, been, I've changed our intro a little bit. Remember how we do it? So I, I changed the last readers. podcast. See if I can do two changes in a row. Whew. Wow, right. man. You ready? I got one. All right, here we go. Welcome, True Believer readers, to another episode of Let's Read Spider-Man. And here is the big spider slayer to my regular size spider slayer, my friend Eddie. How you doing today, Eddie?